Rock, get that garbage out of here. What it do, baby? Yeah, yo, what do you know? There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. OG with a look. Got it! OG and Anobi at the buzzer! Oh, look, because my shot, I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of Looks like you lost another one. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the What It Do Toronto Raptors podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be breaking down my predictions for the East and West playoff rankings for the 2020-2021 season. So let's jump into it with the East. With number one, I've got the Milwaukee Bucks. They dominated last year, and I think they only got better with adding Drew Holiday, and they're going to steamroll the East. I don't think that's even going to be a question. Number two, I've got the Boston Celtics with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice. They've got a solid rotation, good depth, and a great coach in Brad Stevens. I think they'll be a very tough team to beat this year. And I've got them in second. Number three, I've got the Miami Heat. This is the team that got to the finals last year, upset Milwaukee, beat the Celtics. And a Jimmy Butler-led team is going to be a hard team to beat any day of the week. They play gritty team basketball, and with their outside shooting, led by Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, that is a solid team. And with number four, I've got my Toronto Raptors. Now, I still expect them to beat most teams. They did lose Gasol, Andy Baca, but they picked up Aaron Baines, and their six-man core uh, is very, very good. They've got Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, Norman Powell, OG Ananobi, and Aaron Baines. That is a good six-man rotation, and their bench play is going to be good. It always is. Nick Nurse knows how to get the most out of his team, and with him leading them, they should host a playoff series this year. Now in fifth, I've got the Philadelphia 76ers. they got lots of talent between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. It's a high star power duo and their new lineup looks really good they've got more spacing with the addition of danny green and seth curry new coach and doc rivers i expect them to be very good this year now coming in at number six i've got the brooklyn nets now these guys are a big question mark coming into the season because if everything goes right for them they could be number one they could be number two but they could fall as far as six seven just depending on a multitude of factors We've got to see how KD and Kyrie recover from their injuries. Uh, we've got to see what their load management schedule looks like. And we've got to see how their, their on-court fit and their team chemistry uh, holds up throughout the course of the year. Uh, Kyrie Irving has garnered himself a bad reputation in terms of being a teammate. And his last few stints with the Celtics and the Cavs, he has been... A noted locker room issue and has left on bad terms in both situations. Hopefully that changes, but the way that he's started this year by calling all of the media pawns and saying he's not going to speak to any of the media, it's not not where the Nets wanted to have their season start, that's for sure. Now in number seven, the Atlanta Hawks. Well, led by Trey Young, the recent additions of Danilo Gallinari, Rajon Rondo, and Bogdan Bogdanovich are huge for their talent, depth, and shooting. 
Now Rajon Rondo gives that veteran experience and Gallinari and Bogdanovich give that offensive firepower. Uh, they should be similar to the Wizards in that they will probably give up a lot of points, but they will put a lot of points in themselves. Now Trey Young, he embodies that himself because he is one of the best pure scorers in the entire NBA. He's also one of the worst guard defenders too. As good as he is on offense, that's how bad he is on defense. But still, with the East being what it is, they should finish in a playoff spot. Now, number eight and nine. Don't know how to rank these two teams. It should be close between the two of them. Uh, so I'm going to predict that they are the two teams in the play-in at eight and nine. The Washington Wizards and the Indiana Pacers. Now, the Wizards with Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook have the star power in this matchup. And they will work well together. Russ on ball, Beal off ball. Beal scored about 30 points, just under 30 points last year per game. Uh, he is an absolute talent on the offensive end. And they've got solid role players like David Bertans and Rui Hachimura, and that'll catapult them into a playoff spot. I can't see any other teams being ahead of them for that play-in spot. Now, the Indiana Pacers, they've got Victor Oladipo, Miles Turner, DeMontis Sabonis. They'll be a very good team as well, or at least decent. Uh, they don't quite have the top end star power but they're always solid defensively and they play they play the right way play a team style basketball and they should be threatening for a playoff spot this year now we'll head over to the west first i've got the nuggets it's my hot take of the week I've got the denver nuggets in first place i think they'll come out full steam after their impressive playoff run with back-to-back 3-1 comebacks never before been done in the playoffs between Jokic, murray grant porter jr team always gives 110%. They win way more than their share of 50-50 balls. They will outrun you, outwork you, they'll win. Now in second place, I've got the Clippers. Now, no injuries from them, which is nice. Uh, they got better by adding Ibaka. Uh, I think they'll be elite. They'll score and defend in the top 10. And with Kawhi, Paul George, and Ibaka, I don't see who's going to be ahead of them. It would be the Lakers, but I've got them at number three only because LeBron will take a bunch of time off. He said this already. Uh, they shouldn't dip too far with Anthony Davis leading the way. But once LeBron rejoins for the uh, second half or last 60% of the regular season, however long he stays out, they should win most of their games. They are an absolute powerhouse and they should be the favorites to win the title this year, barring injury. Now in fourth in the West, Dallas Mavericks. I've got the maps. Between Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis, surrounding them with shooters and defense, it's going to be hard to beat. Luka proved he was the real deal on last year's playoffs, and I am excited to see him this year. I think last year, if Porzingis hadn't gotten injured and unfairly ejected in the first game, I think they would have beaten the Clippers, and it would have been a great series between them and the Nuggets. Now, in fifth, the Golden State Warriors get to see Steph Curry back in the NBA, and that is a big win for basketball fans everywhere. He gets to lead the offense, and he's going to take shots from all over the court. His off-ball movement is unparalleled. Now, Clay going down is a big loss, but the Warriors should still win quite a few games. Andrew Wiggins will benefit from Steph's offensive gravity, and Wiseman should make an immediate impact. And of course, they still have Draymond Green as their defensive anchor. They should, they should finish around 
fifth, then they'll be a tough playoff out for any team. In sixth, I have the Portland Trailblazers, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, got Mello, Robert Covington, Yusuf Nurkic. There's a deadly lineup. They don't have a ton of shooting depth, but they do have some good defenders off the bench, and they can stagger those five guys that I mentioned, always get some offense on the floor, and they should be very, very good. And in seventh place, I've got the Utah Jazz. Now, led by Donovan Mitchell, who had an absolutely amazing series against Denver last year. His duel with Murray was one of the highlights of the playoffs. And both of those guys just went off. If Donovan Mitchell can play like he did, they could upset somebody. And that being said, uh, they're going to have a tough time in the West this year. So I am putting them down to 7th, but I still do think they should have enough to get into the playoffs. Now, 8th and ninth, I've got the New Orleans Pelicans and the Memphis Grizzlies playing in the playoff series. I think they'll flop between, flip and flop between 8 and 9. Uh, the big asterisk in this case is if Zion can stay healthy, because injuries have been a problem for him. He's an absolute freak athlete. I've never seen a guy that big move that fast, but puts pressure on his on his joints. And if he hopes to be healthy, then he'll need to come in in shape and make sure that uh, he's got he's got his landing and stopping down to uh, down to a science. But that would be an amazing series to see Zion and the Pelicans take on John Morant and the Grizzlies. I really hope that happens. That being said, the West will be a bloodbath six through nine. So any of those rankings could change. We could even see the Suns in a play-in tournament. I mean, they've got Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and now Chris Paul. He's a veteran guy, really good leadership, smart player. He'll elevate that team. And they could surprise some people. We could see them in the playoffs this year. Because it's going to be a very competitive year of basketball. Lots of parity in the league this year. More so in the West than the East, but, you know, top six in the East is going to be very, very good this year. It's going to be another solid round of playoffs. Thank you for joining me for episode two of the What It Do Toronto Raptors podcast. I've been your host, Drew Horton, signing off. Peace.